Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Hope everybody had a good weekend, a good week. This is Johnny with Sin City Hustlers coming at you with another episode of Let's Talk eBay. Uh, this week, of course, we're going to go over my weekend sales. We're going to go over eBay news and everybody's favorite weird listing of the week. But first, we're going to have on a reseller. Uh, he's actually a guy who uh, inspired me to do a podcast. And uh, he goes by the name of Flip Flip. His name is Dylan, and let's get him on. Let's get his uh, story, his journey. Let's get him on right now. Good man. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, finally, man. Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, I love. First, I want to say I, I enjoy your podcast. Uh, you're the one that really inspired me to start doing a podcast, so I want to thank you for that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, of course, man. I remember, um, like back then, you were saying you were going to start it, and then. I've been listening and stuff, and your stuff's been really, really cool. Oh, thanks, thanks. Uh, oh. I, I, I tell other people who come on my show, I was like, I try to keep it entertaining as far as informative and and educational as possible. You know, I try not to lose the listener. But right. uh, your your podcast is is a little different. You're not really a conventional podcast because I know when I listen to your stuff, uh -huh. you know, sometimes you know, I think one time you were doing a podcast and all of a sudden it starts raining. You're in your car. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Yeah. Uh, I should probably be in a cabin in the woods doing something, but instead <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm reselling. So I kind of just do me, you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a conventional podcast, like I said, and that's what I like about it. It's just it's different, you know. Oh yeah, man, and like the amount of people, like literally, like daily now, people are messaging me, like from like iTunes and Spotify, and it's like, it's incredible, like the outreach that this thing has. It does. Um, and Anchor's like free and it's just crazy. Yeah, I love the Anchor app. I mean, you can do uh, so much on it. There's some things that, are, that you can't do, but there's a lot of good things about it. Yeah. Um, like like we're doing now, I can call like another reseller. And, and, and it's in, free. Like and you it's would free. think this is like a, like a paid subscription or something, you know? I know, right? <laughs> I'm, so. I'm sure as it gains steam, it's still going to start charging or paying for the app or something. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, where do you live? Uh, Florida. Oh, okay, so it's yeah. probably like afternoon there now, right? It's about uh, what time is it? I think it's like noon, maybe close to one. I woke up a little bit late. Um, yeah, it's like one o'clock. Okay, yeah, it's ten o'clock here in Las Vegas. So. <laughs> oh, are you Pacific? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's nice though. Yeah, but it's it's already like a hundred degrees here. So, <laughs> so so what um like what got you into reselling? Oh, you're interviewing me now. Uh, <laughs> what I mean, me I, let's just keep it as you know natural as possible. Just kind of, I don't know. I just you know you messaged me really early in the podcast, and like I always just I listen to your stuff, and you're just a real chill guy. So yeah, I try to keep it like just just like you know friends talking with, you know amongst each other or something. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I try to get, you know, other people's, you know, stories you know, of their journey of reselling and stuff. I got into reselling uh, by accident. Um, mm -hmm. I think I, my first podcast, I think I explained to this, uh, I was flipping through YouTube and I work at a casino and there's a lot mm -hmm. of downtime. So I'm flipping through YouTube on my phone and I accidentally hit some ad on there uh -huh. and it had some reseller names 
Stephen James or Stephen James or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know the suggestions that come after the video? Yeah. Um, one of them was uh, Reezy, Reezy Resells. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I clicked on his, and I was instantly hooked on his, his YouTube channel. Because I had no idea at that time what reselling is. I didn't know what retail arbitrage was. I didn't know what private labeling was, anything. Mm-hmm. And I was I was instantly hooked on his channel, and I watched almost all his videos. And I, yeah. I looked, I told myself, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. You know, I'm 46 years old, and <laughs> I right. finally know what I want to do, you know. So That's <laughs> don't awesome, get me wrong. Man. I enjoy the job that I have, but I'm just – tired of the nine to five you know what i mean oh yeah yeah and like i'm um i don't know if you know who gary vannerchuk is yes yes i was Um, gonna ask you about that (laughs) so yeah how i got into reselling is i used to watch and like i played baseball and i had that like competitive spirit and i played in college and it didn't really like work out um and for a minute there i was gonna join the air force and just kind of just stay on my feet um, but I was watching his videos and then this guy named eBay Kirk was in the little, uh, suggestions like you were saying. Yeah. And, uh, he's, he's still going strong. He's full time. And like, he's kind of like my mentor. Like I talk to him every once in a while, but, um, he's just like killing it. And he's like this 23 year old kid. Who's like, oh, uh, he's just he's like doing clothing, like pretty much everything that I do, but like on like a, like a times two scale. Um, he just bought like a, like an extra like warehouse for like just as reselling and, um, yeah. and the practicality of it, man, like you can, it's on your own time. It's like finding like treasure, you know, like it is. <laughs> and like, I have like severe, like ADD, I think like, cause when I'm at my, my corporate job, I'm always like, talking to everybody about like what their passion is and like what they love to do yeah um and it all comes down to like what you love to do and for me like finding like vintage sports clothing and like uh like old electronics and it just it's something fresh and new every day which is yeah no i i agree i totally get what you're saying um finding yeah. that, that treasure if you're going to like the Goodwill bins or if you're going to, you know, whatever thrift store you go to Goodwill, you know, here in Las Vegas, we have savers and, mm-hmm. you know, just finding, you know, like, like a, a authentic Jersey or something sitting on the rack and, you know, they got it for like five bucks and you know, it's selling on, on eBay for like 60, 70 bucks or something, you know? And uh, one of my friends actually recently, he found a Chicago white Sox uh, world series Jersey from like, I forget when they won it, but it was a long time ago. Um, and there's always a story. It's like this coach who, who coaches here in Florida donated it. And yeah. then they all ended up at this thrift store. And it's like, what the heck, man? <laughs> so. Um, how did uh, you kind of hit on it a little bit? Uh, when you discovered reselling, did you know right away that, that that's what you wanted to do? Yeah, I went in like pretty hard because it's. In my first day out, I went to a Goodwill um, and I didn't, I was like looking stuff up and I didn't really find anything. Like it was all just like, you get it for a dollar, it flips for like $10. And I was like, yeah, well, this is lame. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so I ended up going to like Lowe's next door and I was going through my phone and I was watching like eBay Kirk stuff a little more. Um, and he kind of touched on like, hey, like you can't just 
go out, you're not going to find like stuff every single time you go out. That's just not life, you know? Right. Um, so I gave it another try. And then I think I ended up finding like one of those ink cartridges that were worth like $90. And then right away, like the way my brain works is it's like, okay, this is practical. Like we go, we find this for two or $3. We sell it for 90. Um, this works like someone bought it, like end of story, like this works. So I just went from there. I went full on and just, I mean, I'm like a workhorse. Like I can, I can't stop moving sometimes. So, um, I just put, like, I started racking up boxes and learning categories and just buying, buying, buying. And then, yeah. Do you mainly sell on eBay or do you cross list or you do Amazon and eBay? Um, my first year I started on just eBay, just kind of learning it. I'm at like a year and six months now. Okay. Um, so the first year was just strictly eBay. Um, and then I realized like eBay is not really the majority of the market, you know? Yeah. Um, so I then started cross listing on like Poshmark, uh, Mercari, OfferUp. Um, and the same when, when I say like the practicality of, uh going and finding something and selling it uh think about like when you cross list on another website it's like okay if it's sold there that means a ton of other stuff will also sell there um yeah. so i started cross listing on all of them then i was like well my ebay numbers are low but at the same time all these other apps are getting sales um so i added all those together and i'm like oh shit like um i'm making you know, double what I was. So, so yeah. And then I just was talking to this girl, um, Posh Hanger. Yes, I know who that is. Yeah. And she said, um, Amazon does like used items. So I, um, I started putting my used items, electronics on Amazon and those are selling really good too now. So I'm like, man, it's just out here. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's cool, man. Um, you do a lot of stuff with, I, when I hear your podcast, you do a lot of stuff with Supreme, right? Yeah. So Supreme's another like income stream. Um, so what it is, is, uh, are you familiar with it? I know Supreme. Yes. Y- yeah. So it's like, um, it's just fashion and like very limited and all the athletes wear it and celebrities. It's kind of like a, like a, like a trend or whatever you want to call it. Right, it's like the hot clothing item right now, right? Yeah, and what happens is uh, every Thursday morning, uh, it comes out at 11 a.m. And uh, it's all like limited pieces and uh, collaborations and stuff like that. And uh, so I do some research, uh, wake up. I think for you guys, it's 11, so it'd be like, what, 8? 8 a.m.? Yeah. Um, and then it comes out, and then within the second, it actually uh, sells out. Wow. And uh, then you can make double. Right. Is that is that your so. main, you know, uh, oh, thing hello? to sell? Is that your main, is it your niche? Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? My bad, man. I think it jumped from Wi-Fi to, like, I'm outside now. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. 
Um, but what I was asking was, is uh, Supreme your niche or is it just something you sell with other stuff you try to flip? Uh, so Supreme is nice because like I said, a lot of this stuff, I've been doing it, but I didn't realize uh, I was like wearing Supreme back in like 2013, like 14. It wasn't as big as it is now. Yeah. Um, and I just, when I started reselling about when I did it like a year ago, I started seeing on Instagram, like, oh, wow, Supreme's like, it's like mammoth right now. It grew like crazy. Um, and then I was like, I can just cop that. And I saw people were like flipping it and stuff. So I just dug into that and I understood like how fashion works to where it's like, um, if somebody really wants this piece, you want to buy it and then flip it. Cause the mark, you want the people who are actually going to wear it, not the, um, like they sell like axes and like pocket knives, but that's not really what the market wants. The market wants like high fashion that yeah. they can wear. So, um, and then I have like this little method to where I can get it really quick. And so, yeah, that's just another, and it's, it's five minutes in the morning. So. Um, what are your goals as far as reselling? Uh, what is your, like your top goal as far as doing all this? Uh, my top goal right now, um, I've already like, I've paid off my student loan. Um, I got engaged. I got like a nice ring. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Thanks, man. Um, and just, uh, bought off of like my car. I have like zero debt. So the next move is I want to get a house. Oh, okay. Um, as close to like paid off as possible. Um, and then right now I'm just teetering with going full time. Honestly, man, it's like, it's really depressing. Actually, <laughs> No, tell me about it. That's one of my goals right now is uh, cause I work full time at the casino and then I do uh -huh. eBay part-time. So my, mm -hmm. you know, my goal right now is to eventually go full-time, you know, reselling. Yeah, man. I mean, I just know, like, because I, I just work so hard with, like, 40 hours a week. I don't know if you do 40. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just tough. Like, you don't have, like, a lot of time to put in, like, your creativity. and Right, yeah. Like, you, I have, you like, got to uh, schedule everything around your full-time job, you know? And you just feel like you're missing, you know, like out on stuff. And yeah. You really are. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's just like, man, you know, there's times where I'm at work mm -hmm. and I'm just like, man, I, right now I could be doing this. I could be, you know, sourcing. I could be, you know, doing what I could be listening. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, you know, I just I just can't wait for the day I can just say, you know what, I, I'm going full time. And that's what I like to, uh, like, tell, like, a podcast listener and stuff is like, I did for a little bit there get like really low and I was like, man, like this is just, I just want to quit. But you have to look at it as like, it's just a goal. Like it takes time. You can't, nothing, nothing you want comes easy. Right. You got to work um, for it. So you just, yeah, you just got to be patient and kind of ride it out. So I, I flipped the switch pretty quick Yeah. Um, on, on that. So that's cool, man. Um, yeah. How can, uh, how can people find you on, on, uh, social media do you have just an instagram do you have anything else yeah yeah so my instagram is flip flip just one word um the podcast is on uh it's in my bio but also on like spotify itunes uh pretty much all of them you know from like any Anchor. any platform uh, that you can listen to a <laughs> podcast right <laughs> right um and then also we have like a resellers like uh team to where 
basically I'm teaching everybody, like I'm giving away everything that I've done to accomplish what I've accomplished and kind of learn this like reselling game. So it's like, we have a Slack chat where the whole idea of it for me is to get people who want to just like me and you who want to just do things differently and not work like that corporate nine to five. Right. And even, even if they just want to do it part-time and just make a little bit of extra money to do the things they love. Um, we all are kind of growing in this chat on like a first name basis and then just learn it. Cause everybody has something to give, you know, like you probably know stuff that I don't know. And then I know stuff you don't know. And then when you kind of build, it's like a, like a sports team, yeah. like, you know, the golden state warriors, like when everybody's working together, um, you can really, uh, turn up your business. Right. So that's the whole uh, method with that. And we're at about like 30 people. So, Oh, nice. Um, it's been cool. Yeah. Um, that is part of your, uh, you, mu you must be in your car. Oh, I went to get the mail real <laughs> quick. Somebody's, somebody's honking. <laughs> um, you have a, it's called, you have an internship. Is that what you call it? Right? Yeah. So that's what it is. And you, you get, um, it's like $25 now. Um, and you get the Supreme, like I've said, uh, sneakers is a whole new, another ball game. Right. Um, and then the thrifting. And then uh, we got one guy in there who's an admin who's teaching people how to flip uh, tickets, like uh, StubHub tickets. Yeah. So pretty cool. Nice, man. Nice. Um, I got one more question for you. Uh, if you had to give any advice to a new seller who just say, just came on to eBay and they just signed up and they got the 50 free listings. They don't have a store and they're, they're just starting out. What advice would you give them? Uh, just list, make your first few sales and you either, I mean, real quick, it's not for everybody. And I've took in like buddies out who've um, they go out and they make like $300, but two weeks later they, they stop doing it. So you have to, love it it can't just be like for the money because it'll get real boring real quick um so i would say do it get your first sale and if you're like holy crap this is awesome just keep doing it learn fail uh set little mini goals and just knock those out um and yeah yeah very cool advice going. i would give the same yeah. advice <laughs> yeah. i haven't done it as long so. as you i've only been reselling for uh, going on uh nine months now but uh, nice. um, I, just, I just try I to mean, learn from everybody you know i try to learn from you there's some resellers on youtube that i felt i follow extensively and mm -hmm. you know i just try to learn from them and like you said everybody can they can learn from each other there's stuff that you know that i don't know and there's stuff that i know you don't know and there's always something to learn with reselling right yeah and and i love like that there's a community with it um, because locally, sometimes it can get pretty competitive when you try to talk to people about it. Yeah. Um, people don't really like share, which is understandable, you know, if you're both at the same store and you're talking about like what you do and how you do it. So yeah. um, the fact that there's like a community like across the world and stuff like that, it's just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. um, so. Tell me about uh, Gary V. He actually commented on your Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah, he, I was, um, I was out somewhere, and I looked, and it said, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk started following you, and I, I did I thought it was, like, a spam, 
like a yeah. like a fake account, and I was like, "This asshole, um, <laughs> this can't be real, and right?" <laughs> yeah. And then I like opened it, and then he uh, like liked or commented one of the New York Knicks like champion jerseys I found. Yeah. And I was like, "You gotta be kidding me! Like, this is like the dude who got me into Gary Vee is incredible, man. Like, tell if so, if, like if there's a new listener out there, uh, Dylan, tell everybody who Gary Vee is. Uh, Gary Vee's on YouTube, and he's basically an entrepreneur who came to America with nothing, um, started a liquor store with his dad, got the liquor store to about 20 million, walked away from it just for his parents, and then started his own business empire of just like love and compassion, basically. Like yeah. try, trying mm-hmm. to just help people get from zero to nothing. But also like, you know, like different stuff, like he's like into social media marketing and stuff, but his complete MO is like, do it for people. So like, yeah. you know, um, millions go to his funeral versus do it for the money, like the process. Right. And those are the kind of people you want to listen to because they're, they have no bad intentions. And a lot of people can just, you know, steer you wrong because of the money. So I would right. recommend listening to him. Oh yeah. I listen to his podcast and uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Gary Vee. Um, yeah. I saw your Instagram and, and how I had to look at it twice. I'm like, really? Gary Vee has started following flip flip. And I go, that's awesome. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, this guy has millions, probably millions of followers. And this guy is really well known, especially around the reselling community, you know, who Gary- not only that man, but, um, sorry, when, when you listen to like his podcast and like yeah. videos, like he's, he goes to like all the different, I mean, sports, business uh yeah you name it you know yeah he's very motivational and and you know when you listen to gary v and i've seen a couple of his youtube videos where he's like you know talking to people at like a conference or something or a school Mm -hmm. and you know he talks about how you know you guys can do this you know it doesn't matter how old you are doesn't matter how young you are doesn't matter if you're rich or poor you know you if you put your mind to it, you you can do you can do this, you know. And he, he puts it, he's very blunt and he's very honest, you know. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's what's real, you know. Yeah. Like, you can't sugarcoat this stuff because it's not sugarcoated, right? <laughs> um, so that's that's what I appreciate. At the end of the day, like, you know, tough love is good. So. Yeah. <laughs> but. That's awesome, man. Um, that's cool that Gary yeah. B's following you because I'm sure he doesn't, you know, just follow people at random, right? No, he's got like, he's following like about a thousand ish people. So, I mean, that, like I said, and I had a recent podcast about this, man. Like, that was one of my, I mean, my eventual goal is I want to have him on the podcast or even just like a phone conversation yeah. would be dope. Um, but definitely, like, that's that's crazy because he's you know every post that i make should come up in his feed and stuff which is yeah that's exactly what i wanted that's man, awesome i don't know what i would be doing you know if it wasn't for some of his content so <laughs> that's awesome man um yeah i know that yeah. uh Reezy resales recently met gary v and i think that was something on his bucket list that he was a huge fan yeah. of and I, I i saw um i saw that too and i don't know if, if you saw it on youtube but like 
Reezy was like vibing so good with them just because they both like Gary loves like flipping stuff. Yeah. Um, so all the other guests were kind of like, what are they talking about? But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were on like a different level and everybody else was like, ah, just let them talk. They're, they were all like, like fitness influencers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And like Reezy's talking about like flipping like dolls and stuff. And like Gary's just like, I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Gary V's cool, man. I like him a lot. Well, uh, yeah. Dylan, thanks a lot for being on the show. Um, I appreciate it. Again, you were one of the yeah. guys that influenced me to start doing a podcast because, you know, I listened to your, all your episodes. And, um, you know, and oh, thank you, you know, we're right now, I think we're kind of a selected few. I don't know if you ever looked up any other podcast, but there's only a few podcasts that actually do this type of, of shows where, you know, what we sell, what, you know, uh, our sales and as far as eBay related or Amazon or anything like that, there's only a few podcasts that really do that. Yeah. When I first started, I was getting a lot of messages about that too. They're just like, are you the only reseller on anchor? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it because Gary V said it's popping and it is. Yeah. And so, so. I, I kind of think we're, we're kind of innovating a little because if you look at youtube it's, it's in i was interviewing katie zilberg last week and she said yeah it, you know youtube is a little tough right now because it's a lot it's pretty saturated when it comes to you know people with uh uh channels with like reselling and going out with you know showing off their hauls and sales and all that stuff so right she was just like it's cool that oh. you have a podcast because not too many people are doing podcasts and it's cool because you can listen to this podcast while you're driving or you're working out or walking the dog around you exactly. know, the neighborhood or something like that. You know, you don't have to pop on YouTube. You can just pop on a anchor app or, or uh, uh, Apple uh, podcast or whatever and listen to, and just listen to a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I love it, man. Like I was listening to podcasts even, sorry, that's tape. Um, <laughs> Uh, even like before I started doing it and like, it's just nice to listen to like at the gym instead of just this like hardcore music. Sometimes you just want to kind of learn, yeah. you know, without visually looking. So, yeah. and I do that too. Just, I, yeah. I, like a, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell my listeners, I go, look, I, I, not only can you listen to what I'm talking about, but I'll also put it on my Instagram, what I talk about. So, mm. you know, all my sales I'll put on my Instagram after the podcast and, you know, I'll put whatever eBay related news I talk about on my pod, or Instagram and then, you know, my weird <laughs> listing of the week I'll put on there, too. You know, so so not only people can hear it, yeah, they that's... can also see it on Instagram so they can, you know, yeah. see what I was talking about, which I think it it's, uh, you know, I was looking at my uh, uh, anchor FM dot com, uh, all my uh, logistics on on people listening, you know, and mm-hmm. it's a. Uh, it's gaining a lot of response. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you do that with oh, your no. podcast. Hello. Here, hold on Hello. one sec, man. My uh, no problem. My internet's. Uh, what happened? I can hear you. I mean, you're good. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, perfect. All right, what were you saying? Um. I was looking at my uh, Anchor FM, like, you know, per episode. And right now I'm like, it's gaining a lot of uh, response as far as the podcast. It's just people are listening, you know, which I think is amazing because the people are actually listening to my podcast, you know. So right now with with my 12th episode, I have over 
altogether since I started 12, 1200 listens, you know, which is basically a hundred yeah. listens per episode, which I think is good, you know? Oh yeah. 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 There's, um, I mean, people on YouTube struggle with like 10 views, you know? Um, right. I have a YouTube channel and there's stuff on there that only has like 20 views, you know? So <laughs> yeah. And, and YouTube, ago. honestly, YouTube for me, man, like, I don't think I'll ever probably get into it. I just, uh, especially in this business, it's just hard because like, it's so, you got to do video editing. You got to, you know, it's, it's a whole yeah. different, like the editing is the hard part. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's, it's a slow process. So you're not going to make much money for a while and, you know, go in. So it's just, right. it's tough. Yeah. But I like the podcast. I, I'm more comfortable behind the microphone than I am in front of a camera. That too. And yeah. Yeah. If, yeah if you ever notice my Instagram, my Instagram, I'm, I'm rarely in the shot. I'm yeah. usually, you know, taking the shot of outside the thrift store or something, you know. But, you know, I, I like I said, I was more comfortable behind the microphone and talking about what I'm what I'm selling and whatever I'm doing right. than being in front of the camera. I think I, I just feel more comfortable. Well, and uh, one of my coworkers at my uh, job, he was like, he does photography, and he's like, man, like your podcast is great, but you should go on YouTube. I'll follow you with a camera. And I'm like, oh, no, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds miserable, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am good on that. Yeah, I would just be weirded out. It's, you know, when I was trying not... to do YouTube, you know, it was, it was uh, I was trying to, you know, stick my camera, you know, my phone in front of my face and talk about what I'm doing. And I just like, just wasn't feeling it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see. Like, you never know. It's the same with the podcast. Maybe you start enjoying it. But for right now, this is working good, so. Yeah, I, I really like it a lot, and it's, it's gaining a lot of response, and people are, are, are liking the podcast, and you know, as well as yours. I listen to it on the way to work, and there's a couple other podcasts I listen to. Uh, there's a, another podcast that it's really good. It's a Pure Hustle uh, podcast. Yeah, and, he um, he just tipped me up, too, actually. I haven't, oh, you did? I, haven't, I was going to listen to that today at work. Yeah, I usually listen to them, and then... Uh, uh, Is it two I'll people, listen. or...? Yeah, it's two guys uh, from San Diego that do the podcast. Oh, okay. And, uh, and uh, it's really good. It's a really good podcast. Not only do they do the podcast on Anchor, uh, but uh, they do it on YouTube, too. So they film their podcast at the same time. See, I so wouldn't – that's one thing I wouldn't mind, maybe doing, like, something like that. Because that makes sense to me. And I wouldn't yeah. have to be looking like a news anchor out thrifting. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. You know? <laughs> so – I mean, having like a nice, because I have like a desk and I could put up some of my like, uh, kind of like Gary V style, how he has it like in his uh, like office. And office, just, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. All right, Dylan. Well, so. thank you for being on the show, man. I appreciate it. And, and again, um, you inspired yeah. me to do this podcast and my podcast is gaining a lot of response and a lot of listeners. So thank you for that. Thank yeah, you for yeah. coming on the show. Uh, good luck on your journey. And uh, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you around. I'll see you on Instagram. Yeah, man. Much love. Thank you. All right, man. Take All right. Peace. Bye. And now it's time to go over my weekend sales. Uh, weekend sales were okay. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine sales over the week and weekend. Uh, starting with a, it's like those punk rocker sleeveless denim jacket that's uh stitched over a like a hoodie 
Um, I'll put it up on Instagram. Everything I talk about today, I'm going to put on my Instagram, and you guys will see uh, exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, this is Young and Reckless, uh, gray denim jacket with hoodie. That's how I, I just put the title as. Uh, with the Young and Rec Reckless logo in the back. And it's real punk rockish type of uh, jacket. And um, it's been sitting for a while. Uh, not, really, not too long, maybe two months. And uh, I put it up for $44.99, and that's exactly what I got for it. Um, it's probably one of my better flips uh, this past week. Um, pretty decent-looking jacket. Found it at the bins. Again, paid less than a dollar for it. So uh, pretty good flip on that one, $44.99. Uh, next one up is Chico's, uh, another Chico's, uh, Chico's Dolman Sleeve Blouse, uh, pink color, uh, paid, uh, again, only paid, I found it at the bins, paid a dollar for it, maybe less than a dollar, like 97 cents or something, um, the buyer paid 19.99, which I was asking for, so, um, it's pretty decent looking, uh, blouse, it is Chico's, so Chico's does sell for me, and, uh, that one's off to its new home, uh, next one up is, uh, <laughs> This one is funny. Uh, to me, <laughs> to me it is. Snow Pants. A kid's snow pants by uh, Slalom. Uh, slalom black uh, nylon snow pants. And they, when you see the picture on my Instagram, you guys will know that the pictures on this are horrible, which indicates <laughs> that these have been sitting in my store forever. Um, I know on my other podcasts, I say, oh, it's been sitting here for three months, or this item's been sitting here for like four months, so, but uh, this one's been sitting up for a good, uh, let's say six months, uh, and they finally sold, I just wanted to get rid of them, I think I originally had them up for like 24, uh, that's what the comps were going for at that time, and it's, the price has gone significantly down to uh, 12.99. Uh, that's what the buyer paid for, I just wanted to get rid of them, uh, they were uh, shipped in a flat rate bubble mailer, Sent him off to his new home. Twelve ninety nine. Um, I don't really remember where I got him. I think I got him at the Savers bins uh, a while ago when I first started listing. And uh, that's that's probably the only kids thing that I'll ever sell. I don't sell kids clothes. It doesn't sell for me. Um, so I, I don't bother even looking for kids clothes. Uh, and that's pretty much it. The, the next one is, uh, this one sold uh, pretty quick. Uh, to MTV uh, Men's Black. Uh, green and black trim uh, tank top with the MTV logo in the front. It's got like a tie-dye MTV, you know, retro uh, logo on it. And I, I put it up, and it was, I think it was less than a week. And I uh, put it up for $12.99. That's exactly what I what I got for it. Uh, someone paid $12.99 for it, and it's off to its new home. I picked it up at the Goodwill Bins and uh, paid like 90 some cents for it. And <clears throat> I think my wife actually found it. And uh, she, uh, I looked at it, and I wasn't really sure, because I never sold anything MTV or MTV-related. And uh, so I looked up the comps right away just to see what they were going for. And they were going for, like, between 10 and $20. So I put it up for $12.99, and it sold within a week. So it's off to its new home. Uh, this one, next one is uh, Exia. Isaiah, I think, how you pronounce it. I'm not really sure. It's uh, I-X-I-A. And it's a woman's floral print sleeveless dress, almost pin-up-ish type style dress. Um, it has pockets, size large. I think I put it up for $24.99 and took a best offer of $21. Uh, this one's been sitting 
in my store for a few months. Uh, picked it up. Where did I pick that up? I think it was the Goodwill bins. No, Savers bins. I picked up the Savers bins. And uh, it was a decent looking dress. Um, I picked it up because it was a good looking dress. And it still had the new tags on it. And uh, so I sold it new with tags. And it was off to its new home. And actually, this buyer actually gave me a good feedback. And they said they, they, uh, they loved the dress. So it was a win-win. And uh, it was a good flip on that one. Uh, let's see. The next one is a Nike uh, dry fit uh, polo shirt. A men's polo shirt. Like a golf shirt. Uh, and it has uh, the Coca-Cola Las Vegas uh, logo on the front chest area. Like the left side. And I thought it was out a lot quicker than that. And it took it actually took a while. It took like four months, I believe. And uh, it was Nike. It was a golf shirt. And I looked up the comms for golf shirts. And Nike golf shirts do sell. But um, at the time I picked it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick it up. And, and uh, you know, it'll sell quick. It'll be a, a quick flip. But it, it didn't sell for a quick flip. Uh, I took a best offer of $11. I put it up for $14.99. And I had a few watchers, but uh, just wanted to get rid of it. So 11 bucks is what I uh, took for it and shipped it off in a poly bag. It weighed less than a pound, so it only cost a few bucks to ship. So I made a few bucks off of it. And uh, a net, uh, Nike Dry Fit Coca-Cola Las Vegas polo shirt. And uh, it's off to his new home. Uh, next one is a Lucky Brand women's black top with embroidery. The embroidery is around the shoulder area, uh, around uh, the chest area. Uh, pretty decent looking top, uh, woman's top. And yeah, I took a best offer of $28. I think I had it up for $29.99 because uh, that's what the comps were going for. It was between like $25 and $29, I believe. So I put it up for $29, uh, hoping to get a best offer, and I did. Uh, they offered $28. It was actually the first offer they gave me, and then I accepted. And... Uh, very, uh, it was size medium and stuffed it in a, you know, poly bag and it was weighed less than a pound. So it only cost a couple bucks to ship and it's off to its new home. Uh, so it was Lucky Brand, uh, top with embroidery, um, in the, uh, chest area. Uh, pretty decent looking top. Uh, next one up is American Eagle Outfitters. Now I've sold American Eagle Outfitters jeans before. And like I said before, if you heard my other podcast, that I really don't sell a lot of jeans. If it is, it's something that I know it's going to sell. And so I picked up these jeans because I knew they would sell. Uh, American Eagle Outfitters women's, like Acid Wash, High high Rise Jegging. That's what they call these jeans. Uh, size 8. And I believe I put them up for $19 and I took a best offer of $15. And uh, it's been shipped off to its new home. Uh, pretty decent pair of looking jeans. Uh, American Eagle, pretty popular brand. And uh, not all American Eagle uh, jeans uh, sell, though. Uh, I do have a couple more in my store that are just sitting there. So hopefully uh, I'll get rid of them soon. Uh, this next one is Arizona jeans. And I really don't pick up Arizona jeans because it's just kind of a bland, you know, bland type of uh, clothing line. But this one had new with tags. And it was actually a pretty decent looking cardigan. Uh, Arizona jeans company, women's uh, burgundy colored hooded. Long sleeve cardigan. So it had a hood, it was long sleeve, and the um, whole sweater is, is kind of long. It, it passes the knees. So it was a pretty decent looking sweater. 
Uh, sold it for twenty one. Best offer twenty one. I think I had it up for twenty four ninety nine, or twenty nine ninety nine. I can't remember. It was, but I took a best offer of twenty one, and I shipped that one off to its new home. And that's pretty much it for my week weekend sales. Uh, I do have an update. Uh, if you guys heard my podcast for last week about the New Balance shoes, that the uh, person that bought them off me said that they weren't delivered. That they showed they were delivered, but he did not receive the item. So what he did is open up uh, that day when I, after I did the podcast, he did open a case, a uh, item not received case. So as soon as I got the notification, uh, I was at work and I got it. So I took my break real quick, called eBay, got on the phone with the eBay rep real quick, and they reviewed the case. And I had all the tracking information, everything, because I ship everything through eBay, through Pitney Bowes. And uh, they look at it, and they're like, yeah, it was delivered. It does show it was delivered into his mailbox. So uh, just hold on a minute, and we'll get back to you. So I I held on with the rep for, like, less than three minutes. And they come back on the phone. They said, "Uh, Mr. Gonzalez, uh, we reviewed the case, and we're going to go ahead and and favor in uh, in." We're going to close the case in your favor, which was good. Now, they gave me an option, which was kind of good, I think, or in a way. They said, you can close the case in your favor, and we'll release the funds back to your uh, PayPal account. Or if you want to help the buyer, you can uh, leave the case open, and it will get further reviewed and to see why the shoes weren't delivered. And uh, I go, well... I would like to help the customer out, but I my problem is it, I'm it's a red flag for me because this is my first item that has not been delivered supposedly, so it was a red flag for me. Um, I'm kind of thinking I'm trying to they're trying to scam me out of these shoes, and they're like, okay, Mr. Gonzalez, um, so what what did you want to do? So and I go, well, I kind of want to help the buyer, but this is this is I'm not really sure because it's a kind of red flag for me, but I'm worried about if I close the case. In my favor, is this buyer going to leave a negative feedback or anything like that? So here's the deal. Here's, if this ever happens to you guys, if you have an uh, item not received case from a buyer, um, call eBay right away so they can review it. If you have all the tracking information, everything that leads to the up to the delivery of the item from the U.S. Postal Service, you are covered. They will cover you. eBay will side with you unless there's unless there's some extraordinary circumstance where you know something happened or they got lost in transit or something. But if they were actually uh, U.S. Postal Service says they would the tracking information said it was delivered to the door or to the mailbox, you are covered. They will side with you. They will say yes, it was delivered, and they will close the case in your favor. So. Uh, with that, with that being said, I did close it in my favor, and eBay and eBay answered my question about negative feedback. And what they'll do is they'll block the buyer from ever buying anything from my store or contacting me uh, through uh, feedback, and they will block them from uh, making any negative feedback towards you, uh, which I thought was great. I was like, "Ooh, it's just a a big." weight off my shoulders you know it's, I was worried about him not getting the shoes 
him leave, leaving a negative feedback saying, you know, not an honest buyer or whatever. And um, no, it came in my favor, which was good. I was happy with the decision. So, you know, if you ever run into that situation, just call eBay. eBay reps are there to help you if you're a seller. And they will help you to the best of their ability. So I was happy. It was a good outcome with that. And I was a little scared at first. I was going to get my first negative feedback with this. And uh, no, but it came in in my favor. So um, I'm happy. I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, It was closed. The funds were were released back into my PayPal. It was a $67 uh, purchase. So it wasn't like no $15, $20 purchase. It was $67 that was potentially going to get refunded to the buyer. Now, here's the funny ending to the story. The buyer, two days later, the buyer messages me through eBay and says, oh, thanks for taking care of that. I, I got the shoes. What? Really? You got the shoes. Now, here's what I'm thinking. The shoes came in. I put them in a big bubble mailer, uh, just a plain you know, it's not from the U.S. Postal Service. I got them from, like, the Dollar Tree. There's huge bubble mailers. And I put the shoes in there because I knew they would be safe. The shoes are soft. There's nothing breakable. So I shipped them in there. They're size 11 and a half, so it's a pretty good size shoe. I think the U.S. Postal Service tried to deliver it, couldn't stuff it in the mailbox. So when that happens, of course, everybody out there, you guys know that the U.S. Postal Service will take it back to the postal office, leave a card, Take the card back to the postal service, and you know you'll get your your item that was possibly delivered. I think what happened was that somehow the card got lost or something, whatever they left behind, and the buyer freaked out and said, "I didn't get my shoes. Where's my shoes?" Started contacting me. Started contacting eBay. Uh, when all this time the shoes were sitting at the postal office, so he messaged me saying, "Thanks." I got the shoes from the postal office. You know, thanks for taking care of that for me. Well, I really didn't do anything. I just called eBay to make sure I wasn't going to actually get uh, have to refund $67.50 to this buyer who couldn't find shoes. So in the future, guys, if you run into that problem, again, call eBay. Call the eBay rep. Talk to them in person. Don't talk to that automated system. Dial zero. When you call, talk to a rep. Explain the situation. And they will help you to their best of their ability. If not, they will get a supervisor to help you and take care of it. And they're here to take care of their sellers as long as, as well as their buyers. So, you know, the outcome was good for me. You know, I've seen other sellers on Instagram where they're like, oh, eBay screwed me out of some money. The seller said they didn't get this or that. And I had to refund them. Well, it's a case-by-case situation. You guys have to understand that um, each case is different. They're not all going to be the same. There's going to be times where, yeah, eBay's going to favor uh, close the case in your favor. I say nine times out of ten they will, but there's a certain circumstances where, you know, you, you shipped it out not through the eBay shipping system where you get the discount. You shipped it off UPS or whatever, and it didn't get there, so it doesn't has no tracking information or anything. So, just be wary. Use eBay. Use their you know, call them, make sure you get everything straight, all, you know, your ducks in a row, and make sure you have all the tracking information. Because once it says it's delivered, you're covered. Once you put that that item into the mailbox and you ship it off 
and the U.S. Uh, Postal Service takes, you know, that item into their hands, that's up to them to deliver it to them on, uh, on time. You know, after that, that's out of your hands. You did your part as a seller. You sent that item off to that buyer. So any problems, just call eBay. And that's, uh, that's pretty much it with that, with that situation. Hopefully, I, I know I'm not going to, that's not my only situation I'm going to be in as a seller. You guys know out there that you guys are going to run into problems and just hopefully they get, they get uh, closed out in your favor. So it was a good outcome for me. So that's pretty much it. That's my update on those shoes. Uh, let's go on to uh, eBay News. Now it's time for some eBay news. Uh, again, uh, not much going on as far as eBay. Um, there is some stories, but yeah, they're kind of boring type stories. Um, this one I found, uh, this story I found, uh, I, I want to keep the the podcast kind of interesting, and I don't want to lose you guys as listeners. Um, this one is under uh, OregonLive.com. I believe it's an online newspaper or something. I'm not really sure. Somewhere in Portland. Uh, the headline is counterfeit airbag covers sold on eBay lead to guilty plea in Portland. And uh, it was updated August 21st. And it reads, and it has a picture of an airbag that has like Chinese writing all over it. And uh, I thought this, this story was kind of interesting because I have to read the article. And uh, the article goes as uh, a California man who sold counterfeit airbag covers on eBay, pleaded guilty Tuesday on in Portland and faces up to 10 years in prison in a scam that federal investigators said could mean the difference between life and death. And uh, the person's name is Pavel Rajinskov. I think that's how you say it. If I mispronounce it, I'm sorry. 32 of Sacramento, California. Sold the covers between 2015 and 2017. After buying them from the manufacturers in China, the U.S. Attorney's Office said in a news release, he bought these covers in China. He would advertise them with trademarks of card makers, including, you know, it goes on with Audi, BMW, Chevy, Dodge, Ford, Infiniti, etc. Uh, uh, Razinskov pleaded guilty in a federal court uh, count of trafficking in counterfeit goods. In addition to prison sentence, he also could be fined up to $2 million. His his sentencing was set for December 12th before U.S. District Court Judge Michael Simon. Uh, Counterfeit airbag covers can shatter if they go off, scattering shrapnel inside the car, federal officials said. Counterfeit products pose real safety risk. In this case, counterfeit airbag covers could mean the difference between life and death. A special agent in charge of Homeland Security investigations in Seattle, uh, Brad Bench, was the handling agent for this case. Uh, Bench Regional Office oversees Homeland Security investigations in Portland, which investigated the case. Uh, It goes on to say, he, he was quoted as saying, no one wants to be be behind the wheel when an airbag doesn't function properly, which is true. Uh, airbags are really, really touchy, and they're, you know, it, if they don't go off properly, the, the car manufacturer can get sued. 
if there's a death, you know, unfortunately, if there's a death, they can, you know, they're just trying to cover their asses, basically, uh, any liability. So, you know, this guy, whoever bought uh, airbag covers for whatever reason, you know, you're you're posing a real liability when selling this type of stuff. It comes, especially when it comes to car safety. You know, I don't know if this guy thought this thing through. I think he just saw dollar signs and he wanted to make some money. And federal court said people who have had airbags or airbag covers serviced by a repair shop that isn't part of a new dealership or who bought an airbag or airbag cover online should contact their car maker for inspection and have it replaced uh, if necessary. Uh, This is off the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration website. And uh, the this guy bought these covers in China. Now I know exactly where he got it from, and it doesn't say, but I know where he got it from. It's probably Alibaba. He got it from Alibaba. You can get them really cheap and sell them for a profit. And because uh, the picture, there's Chinese writing on them. You know, <clears throat> why would you know? I don't know why would you would mess around with anything safety related to a vehicle. And have that type of liability on you, I wouldn't do it. There's no way anybody with common sense would like say, "No way, I'm not going to sell airbag covers for for cars." That is a huge liability, and this guy's going to pay for it. Could do time and pay a fine up to two million dollars, and that's something I don't want to be liable for. You know, especially having a, a guilty conscience if if the death happens. With those those covers on it, you know, because they didn't go off properly or they were defective or something, and this guy was selling them on eBay and people were buying them because they were, you know, instead of going to a dealership to pay, you know, thousand dollars or whatever to replace your airbag, just go online buy a cheap airbag and have the dealership install it for you, and uh, and I don't know what dealership in the right mind would want to install a aftermarket airbag or airbag cover. This is this is just a ridiculous story, and this guy is going to pay for it. So, I mean, I read it, and I was almost—you could tell my voice—almost angry. I was like, "This guy, this guy had no common sense. Why would you even put yourself out there like that? It's just unbelievable." Uh, Thirty-two years old, and he's going to be in debt for two million dollars and do some jail time because he wanted to make a quick buck. You know, he wanted to flip some uh, airbag covers, and I don't think he thought it all the way through. So. Too bad for this guy. Yeah, that's that's the only news story. It was I thought it was pretty interesting. So it just you know you guys out there just make sure you guys you know go research stuff if you're gonna buy anything off you know a Chinese distributor. Um, make sure it's something safe and it's not gonna harm anybody or have some kind of liability against you. Where you know it's you know I'm sure not all things are. are properly made in china and that's why it's so cheap but just make sure there's no huge liability behind it i mean this is ridiculous this guy had no brains whatsoever i i don't i I, almost speechless at this point you know why why of all things to sell on ebay airbag covers for safety reasons is just mind-boggling but uh i don't know Maybe you guys have some feedback on it. Um, I don't know. Leave me a message or something or or whatever. But what's your guys' thoughts on this? Because this is just ridiculous, I think. 
which is just other things to sell that are not harmful to people, you know, the people that people want, not so you'd be, you know, held liable for. You know, this guy's lucky, you know, someone didn't get killed using these things, you know, so um, that's why the uh, government's, you know, laying the hammer down on this guy. I think they're going to make him, make an example of him, I think. You know, just be careful what you buy overseas. But uh, that's pretty much for eBay News. Uh, nothing else really going on. So up next, uh, everybody's favorite uh, weird listing of the week. Again, I want to thank Flip Flip, Dylan, for being on the show. Uh, great person, great guy. He's killing it. So go ahead and follow him on his Instagram under Flip Flip. And follow his journey. Uh, follow him on his podcast. You can listen to it on any platform. Uh, under the same name, Flip Flip. So just go ahead and listen to his podcast. It's great. Uh, now on to uh, Weird Listing of the Week. Now it's time for Weird Listing of the Week. Um, this week is, uh, again, very strange, bizarre, um, weird listing, of course. Uh, the seller's name is... Nayani, Nayani, and it's he has one feedback, so I'm assuming he's like a new seller, and I don't know what he's trying to get at as far as trying to uh, sell this thing. I think I'm not really sure. You guys can see it for yourself. I'll put it on my Instagram. Uh, he's selling his uh, imaginary friend. Uh, the title of the uh, the listing is imaginary friend seeking new home. And he has one photo of a pillow and a blanket and a bed with nobody in it. Now, uh, the description goes as, Oh, hey there, you caught me sleeping. I'm assuming this is the imaginary friend in the bed. My current friend is moving and we decided to go our separate ways. I am seeking a new friendship. Imaginary friends are great. People tend to think I'm not real, but my friends always seem to hold me close to their heart. I was born into a stone and tossed into the world to find my purpose. I traveled the shores, taking road trips more times than I can count, and somehow found my way to my current home. I'd like to tell you more now, but the surprise comes after you meet me. And the description goes on as, Upon arrival, I will give you my birthstone. It is what ties me to you, so keep it safe. When you need me, hold my birthstone. Or if, you, or if it is just near, just call my name. So I often find it hard to speak. I will present you with a letter containing some very special things about me. I also come with a few of my favorite things. The fee of the cost for my flight, because people can't be bought. I am human too. And... If you want this imaginary friend, and I don't know what his name is, and you can buy him on eBay for 20 well, it's you can't just buy him. You have to bid on him for $25 starting bid. It says I make an offer, but um, I, who, who here needs an imaginary friend? So if you need an imaginary friend, go ahead and look up this listing under Nayani. N-A-Y-A-H-N-I and just search Imaginary Friend Seeks New Home and <laughs> it's just an empty bed 
supposedly the imaginary friend is laying in. And I'm kind of curious about the shipping. It's from Whitehall, Pennsylvania. First class shipping. I'm assuming they're going to ship the stone that it's attached to. I'm not really sure. This is a very bizarre listing. And I found it, and I'm like, yes, this is going on my podcast for Weird Listing of the Week. Um, Again, you'll see it on my Instagram, uh, Imaginary Friend for Sale. Um, If you're seeking an imaginary friend and you need some companionship and you need someone to talk to, this is the listing for you, Imaginary Friend Seeking New Home. And it's coming from Whitehall, Pennsylvania, and it's free shipping, first class. And (laughs) you can get your imaginary friend. Um, But uh, that's pretty much it for my weird listing of the week. It was very weird. It's one of my uh, top weird listings of the year so far. Um, It just goes to show what people put on here for eBay. And eBay allows it. Uh, I, You know, people put other things on here. eBay just takes down really quick. But hey, seek an imaginary friend. Could be your best friend for life. BFFs, but uh, that's pretty much it for my weird listing of the week. Uh, thanks again to Flip Flip being on the show. Uh, good luck to him, and uh, good luck to everybody out there. Uh, hope you have good sales, a good week, good weekend, and I'll see you guys next week. And uh, keep on hustling. See ya.